didn't tell you to cut the line. Did I tell you to cut the line? You cut the line. Sir, they shut down before we could complete our trace. We did manage to locate the general area where the transmission originated. Where? Seattle, Washington. Check out Michigan. I can make it bounce. <laughs> Fine edition of the fake ass radio show. Yeah, yeah. On SoundCloud. I am your host, Scav D. Yeah, yeah. This show is brought to you by Facebook Message Porn. Just a safe, normal looking message from your good buddy on Facebook, right? Nope. Surprise! It's Facebook Message Porn! So much better. So much better. Try some today. Coming up in the hour, we have fantastic music from Big Sean. And so much more. But first, I must introduce my co-host, the needle to my record, the woofer to my speaker, the man who kind of just looks like everything that's around me right now. <laughs> the one, the only, Gene Techman. Ladies and gentlemen, Gene Techman. What's up, homie? Yeah, yeah, Doing all right? Techman. What's happening, man? What's up, Scarf? How you doing? Man, I am fucking chilling. Damn, chilling man. as per usual. On the scene. Uh, the scene. <laughs> uh, Facebook message porn. Yeah. Have, uh... Have your friends uh, sent you any uh, Facebook message porn before? I can't say my friends have ever sent me Facebook message porn. No, you're, I can't tell me Chris, uh, You're kidding. No. Oh, no, man. No. I've been getting absolutely bombarded with Facebook message porn. It's little clips, little porn clips uh, from my buddies lately. Just a barrage of them. No. I've been getting, oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. And I can honestly well, say, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it one bit. One yeah, fucking no. bit. I, I'm not exchanging any porn with anybody. Nah. <laughs> um, I've never been into porn. Never. Oh. Uh-uh. Right. My whole entire life, I've never been into porn, man. I am not yeah. that guy. All right, interesting. Yeah, I can't say that I uh, I have not watched porn. That's what I oh, will say. Right, I've seen some <laughs> porn, but do I own any? No, I don't own any porn. There's not one DVD in my <laughs> home right now, nor has there ever been. Yeah. When I die, if I were to die tomorrow, go through all my shit, you're not going to find any porn. 
I don't know, man. I, I think I started off young. I started off in like fifth grade cutting out uh, Calvin Klein ads in magazines. Yeah, Calvin Klein models and shit. Yeah, man. Just to see like a shadow of a nipple. I was excited. Yeah, was like... man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. A young boner. <laughs> this is young boner. Uh, yeah. This fucking Facebook Messenger, man. It, this app. It's uh, becoming an archive of porn clips and smut. Mm. Just chilling in there. I can't delete these motherfucking messages fast enough. They're just (laughs) flying in. And I don't like it. I don't like it. So I got to say to all my fucking pervert friends out there, stop sending me fucking porn on Facebook. Please stop it. (laughs) Stop sending me porn. Yeah. No, man. (laughs) How How the hell can you do that shit anyways? How can you get away with it? Doesn't uh, Facebook know that there's porn going around in their messages? Right? There's some sort of monitor the messages. I don't yeah. think so. I think it's private. Is there some sort of fucking filter that I can use to block the porn being sent to me? Who's sending you porn, man? I've had at least four people send me porn clips in the, the last month. It's a trending thing. People are doing this. Is yeah, it? they're just quick little clips. It's supposed to be funny, like a little something to help cheer your day up. Like that. Okay? Gotta black this shit, man. Is there a way to do it? No clue. Is there a way to block the video of the ugly fucking gaping chick who's punching herself hard as fuck knuckle deep in the pussy? Oh, shit. (laughs) Can I fucking filter these videos out? God damn. I don't know. (laughs) It's weird, man. It's a little weird for me that I have videos like that, and then uh, I've got videos of my two-year-old nephew all in the same place, none of which is in my control either, right? It's just a little weird for me. Fucking strange on that Facebook. Uh, Anyways, though, man, what's going on? I might have to send you some porn. (laughs) Please don't. Any one of my boys... Cockling? Cuckolding? Yeah, cuckolding. <laughs> Isn't that where I'll the... I'll send you a cuckolding... Uh... Yeah, send me some cuckold videos and shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I know they're coming in, man. All my boys that are listening right now, I'm about to get fucking blasted with porn. <laughs> they're oh, sending you their man. porn playlist. They're coming in. They're about to start coming in. <laughs> their their Friday night playlist. <laughs> you know, the second you say you don't like something, man, you fucking just take advantage of it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, though, God damn it. Yeah. This episode 101, man. We're into the hundos now. Yeah. Gene. Dalmatians. We uh, recorded our very well-received 100th episode last week. Yeah. And uh, we went through the whole evolution of the show. Yeah. Whole sure evolution, did. all the co-hosts. We visited uh, the appearances of all of our musical guests as well. Yeah, we had uh, Stan Van Wagner... One below, magnum opus. Yes, sir. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. And uh, and we played some of the great bits from past episodes as well. And uh, had a lot of fun yeah. doing it. A lot of fun doing yeah. it. So, uh, yeah, again, thank you to everybody out there that has yeah. uh, supported us throughout the years. Thanks, right. guys. Again, yeah, you guys are the reason we're doing it. You're the right. bomb diggity. It means the mundo. To us, <laughs> which is a uh, world for those not up on their Espanol. Ooh. 
Yeah, I wanted to play so many more clips, right? But I also wanted to tell a little story with the episode and keep it segueing properly. You know, yeah. so uh, you can't play them all. Can't play all the clips, unfortunately. But I feel like there's gold in every single one of our episodes that we've done. Yeah. Right. There's something good in every single one of these motherfuckers. So uh, (laughs) I will probably put together another episode like that because it it was really fun hearing some of those old moments again. Yeah. uh, I'd like to hear more of them. So uh, we'll see if I can do something like that. (laughs) Audience listening right now, if you have a favorite bit from a past episode you'd like to request, shoot us fucking tweet. Or uh, give us a Facebook post and uh, let us know what you want to hear again, man. And I will yeah, get yeah. right on it. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh. Woo! <laughs> what else is going on? Uh, new Eminem song is out. Yeah. You new heard Eminem this? Eminem song, Untouchable. 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 Yeah, from his upcoming album, Revival. Yeah. And uh, it's six minutes of god-awful, <laughs> if you ask me. Man, it's getting it's getting uh critiqued a lot. I'm not digging on it. Not... Yeah, I uh I have mixed thoughts about it. I uh you know, I have this love-hate relationship with Eminem and I uh I went into this um this new project in doubt of Eminem, but you know, I don't know, he's from the hometown. I've been a fan for so many years. I'm from, you know, the Detroit area. I've watched the full circle come around and it's crazy to listen to him now. You know, he's an older man now. He's 45 years old and uh, his content has become more mature. But this song, I, I when I first listened to it, I had a space for it where I wanted to like it, but I didn't. And I, <laughs> I, I didn't like it at all. And uh, the more I listened to it, the more I started to dissect it, the more I took a step back and, you know, it, I guess it's, in my opinion, it's the hardest thing I think an artist has to do is try to top their old catalog. How do okay, I make? A, right. How do I make another lose yourself? How do I make these knockout songs? And at a certain point, it becomes almost a uh, a psychosis of you're never going to be able to do that because you're not the same person you were then that you are now, and the times have changed. So it's almost like an equilibrium that just will never exist. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I, I listen to him and I still hear the artist that I've appreciated back when he released Infinite and I heard his rhymes for the very first time and I knew he was from Detroit. I had no clue he was a white dude that was about to blow up and be the next face of hip hop. Mm-hmm. I had no fucking clue at the time. I hear his his lyrical skill. You know, if somebody just dropped this song out the blue, you would hear it with different ears. But this is Eminem going up against Eminem. All right. So when I hear this, I hear Eminem, but I hear this different side of Eminem that I'm not familiar with. I'm not familiar with this Eminem. So this is a completely different person that I'm listening to now, which is um, hard for me to swallow. (laughs) Then I started dissecting more of the song a little bit more and more. So the first half of the song, and I think the whole song actually was produced by Rick Rubin. Really? Yes who is obviously, you know, Rick Rubin, helped start many careers in the beginning of what hip hop became as the commercial art form that we know it as today. Right. Run DMC, uh, the Beastie Boys. And 
you know, he's worked with so many different artists from rock to hip hop. I mean, this man is a, a, a musical genius messiah. And uh, and so I hear the first half of this song and I'm trying to dissect it and I'm feeling this vibe. And I knew it was Rick Rubin before I even looked it up because it sounded like Berserk. It sounds like shit. <laughs> it sounded like Berserk. Yeah. The first part is, yeah, I'm not digging the first part. Yeah, the first part's hard to swallow. And, I, and, a, and a little bit more dissecting of the first part. The first part is actually a homage salute where he's going back and forth with this crazy staticky emotion black boy black boy white boy white boy mm -hmm. and it's from an old uh master ace song yeah yeah and uh where master ace has the same cry out in the song and the song is about police brutality and the song was released in 1995 so you know master ace being one of eminem's favorite artists and mcs and you know he kind of has a little bit of a style that is master ace inspired you know, it was, uh, you know, I kind of sat back and had a different perspective of the song. And I started respecting Eminem's hip hop intelligence and his legacy and everything that he puts into his crafts. And so I started to respect the first part a little differently after listening to the Master A song. Part two, I think he did a great job at putting the bars together. And one of the things uh, that are in contrast here for me is um, that this song is so close to Joyner Lucas's I'm Not Racist because he is a rapper discussing racial profiling, racial injustices, and he raps in the perspective of a black person and a white person. Right. Bo both songs are very identical. I'm Not Racist is uh, Joyner Lucas's latest joint. Latest joint slash yeah. video interesting video i don't right I have, I, have, I have different opinions about both songs i have things that i like about them and i have things that i don't like about them either yeah yeah i'm i'm kind of mixed on it too you all said there's two different parts to it mm -hmm. there's the first part and the second part none of uh right. none of which are any good <laughs> <laughs> uh i think i'm just irritated by eminem now yeah i think i'm just totally irritated for him. i think i'm too old for him I don't think you're too old for him. He's yeah. Older than you. I, I think uh I think he is too old for the art form myself. Could be I right think, there. Uh, I think in my opinion, I think he's losing touch with uh the hip and the hop. I think he's separated. I think he has spent more of his life as a hip hop artist, multimillionaire artist, than he did being hip hop. Gotcha, yeah. You know? Makes sense, man. I yeah. did like him a lot more when I was younger. Mm -hmm. When I was, you know, when we were 18 and he was starting to blow up. And like yeah. you said, he was Detroit's golden boy. I fucking loved him. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm just annoyed by him. I think he's corny. Yeah. Kind of coming <laughs> off corny. Yeah. Seems like he's trying too hard. You know, and I, I said this would happen. I said this would happen. And at a certain point, he, he might not be a gimmick at all in any way, shape, and form. He could be the most sincere person in the world. But there's going to come a point in time where the king will fall. At that point in time, you'll have to take a step back and look at his legacy. And at this point in time, it's almost like when Michael Jordan tried to come back and play basketball after he retired. You know, he just wasn't the same Jordan. No. You know, and, and he could have stepped off the court and been arguably one of the best that ever played the sport. And he played this long, but he played and he came back and he showed his weaknesses. And I don't know. I don't know if that's an attribute or... 
you know, uh, a uh, celebrity flaw. But <clears throat> yeah, the, the songs don't swing, they don't beat, they don't kick, they don't have the vibe that they, they used to. And like I said, it's Eminem going up against Eminem. We've been talking about the fucking song for like five minutes now, at least. Uh, here's a little bit of it right here. Yeah. comes in too abrasive too abrasive for me and uh the second part's a little more lighter it's a lot lighter than the first part a little more yeah. uh hip-hoppy it's a simple beat pattern to follow and it's, it's flow is a little bit more easier to digest yeah man i don't know man yeah. rick rubin did that shit that ain't no fucking 99 problems that's for sure man yeah yeah that, that beat's kind of trash classic yeah yeah man eminem's beats are kind of trash now i don't know I was going to say, yeah, I, uh, I have a vibe with the song that I, uh, I appreciate it, but I'm not in love with it. But the more I've listened to it, the more I've taken a step back from it. And to me, it's like painting a picture. Like it's, sometimes it's hard to put everything you're trying to say into six minutes or four minutes or five minutes. And I've listened to it quite a few times. I don't hate it, but I don't love it either in any way, shape or form. It's not it, it, there's a tone. There's something off. It feels like it's half produced. And uh, yes. I think I think Joel Budden said it on the Everyday Struggle today. He said he said I don't know who's managing Eminem right now, but I don't think they give a fuck about what's going on with him. You know, like I don't think they're rolling this thing out the right way. There's something going on. And Rosenberg is now head of Def Jam, so he's his speculation is he doesn't have the same management team like he once did managing the artist. Joe Budden immediately uh, shook his fist and yelled at some kids to get off of his lawn, too. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't like when Eminem raps over, like, sampled rock music Yeah. either. I, yeah. I don't care who's doing it now, whether it's Rick Rubin or yeah. if he's rhyming over uh, an old Ozzy Osbourne song. I don't give a fuck who is doing it, man. Who the fuck does he think he is? Kid Rock? <laughs> it's terrible. There's some uh, Cheech and Chong cuts in that uh, in that track in the beginning. Makes it even cornier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> corn balls it up even more. Yeah, I thought the same thing about the Cheech and Chong. Mm -hmm. I was kind of like, eh, we could have did something better. There. We yeah, you know, get Premier to do some cuts on that motherfucker or something. <laughs> Right. <laughs> it's trash. Harold and Kumar or something. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Anybody. Get Wayne and Garth on that motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. You know <laughs> get Bill and Ted. TJ Chung uh, is cool enough, but nah, that's just over. It's just overplayed. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, Rick and Morty. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, like, I don't know, man. I don't know. But I got a couple people that actually told me today they've heard the song and uh, the album. Uh, it's leaked. Uh, they heard the album today, and they Ooh. said it's actually better than they thought based on the first two songs that have been released. And, uh, you know, that's all an opinion. So I'm, uh, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm excited to hear the album. comes out uh, the 17th, 
17th, I believe. The 15th, 15th of December is uh, release date. So we'll hear it. And I guess from there, we'll have to uh, critique it some more and um, shove him back in a hole and tell him exactly what kind of Eminem we want him to be. Thank how we got him when we did, you know, back in the day when he was hilarious. <laughs> you know, when you're 18, it's fucking funny to hear a rap song about rape and Britney Spears, right? <laughs> Sorry for these kids now. They got to listen to him rap about fucking politics and serious shit constantly. <laughs> that ain't no fucking fun. I'm pushing 40 and I ain't trying to hear that shit. Are you trying to grind up on a bitch at the club to a rap song about Donald Trump and Black Lives Matter? <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> Leave that shit alone, man. <laughs> Let's rape Christina Aguilera again, Slim. Come on. What the fuck? <laughs> Come with that funny shit. <laughs> I need to be reminded about how fucked up our country is. <laughs> I'm well aware. <laughs> That's why I listen to the fucking music, man. I'm trying to drown that bullshit out. (laughs) I know our education system sucks right now. I know it. Don't need to be reminded of it. It Depresses me. Depresses the fuck out of me. And I'm not going to do anything to help better that shit either, you know? So I get what he's going for, though. I do. Like you said earlier, he's he's grown up. Yeah. Growing up. He's put together these very sharp fucking poignant lyrics and shit but it's just all about politics and news and i just don't want to fucking hear that shit i'm not the target market for that anymore i i haven't grown up that's the problem (laughs) (laughs) he grew up i haven't right right yeah yeah (laughs) man it's uh it's like you said he's always got to try to outdo himself and fill his shit with content it's like he's doing a fucking rap podcast and everything's got to be fresh and thought-provoking every week you know, just uh, go back to that Slim Shady shit. Tell them dick jokes, Marshall. <laughs> Come on, homie. And like I said, we can get into the discussion deep about Eminem because, uh, you know, there's layers to him as an artist in our era of music. And uh, he's notably one of the best lyricists ever to bless the mic in a commercial level like he has. You know, so beyond as funny as he was to put his like rhymes together, dick jokes and you know, these witty bars. I mean, he was a lyricist with Stan and, you know, Kim and, you know, putting together these uh, these visuals that you could just picture, you know. And uh, Yeah, where's that whore wife of his, man? Can he write something about her again? Jesus Christ, where yeah. the fuck is she at? <laughs> Come right, on, right. whore. Where you at, whore? Yeah. Yep. God damn it. And- and, and then and then the climate of uh you know the world that we live in too you know he's the uh the white rapper that has emerged and notably rap god or people say arguably one of the best MCs ever and uh and being in the role of uh being one of the best MCs which you know hip hop is uh you know it's African American music that has openly accepted all cultures and has been a uh, a voice for all many different things you know. Eminem is is experimenting with uh, playing the role of a Nas or a uh, you know a um, a person that wants to speak the truth about something going on, and uh, I feel like he almost in 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 the world that we live in, not that he needs to, but he to himself maybe he has to be a voice and stand up for the music and the culture that he is a part of. So maybe he feels obligated to push, like you said, trying too hard. 
you yeah. know, that could be deciphered. Like maybe he's trying to make a song that is saying, look, I'm down for everybody. Like I'm, I'm here. I'm a part of you. And let me explain how I am. Cause I, I see this shit. This shit's fucked up. And yeah. So, I mean, you can look at it in so many different directions and it's, uh, it's not his greatest bit of material. In my opinion, I appreciate the song. It's archived in its history, but yeah, nah, it just it didn't hit the mark exactly how I was hoping it would, coming from Eminem. Yeah, I agree. And uh, what do you say? His album's coming out in a couple days. Yeah, it's coming out December fifteenth. Okay, um, yeah, Friday. You know, I think it's gonna release like eleven p.m. on Thursday evening. So you know, I'm I'm anxious to hear it, man. I'm gonna get my hands on it as quick as possible, and uh, I'll break it down as I always do. I'll I'll read along with the lyrics and uh. And I hope, I hope there's something else on it that uh, it's going to be worth the while. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, hopefully for me, the whole album isn't like that fucking untouchable shit. Yeah. Man, it's, uh, it seems to be very politically motivated and I don't dig it. Yeah. I don't dig it. <laughs> yeah. There's no way to reinvent yourself. No way to do that. Why can't he just come out with a fucking brand of vodka or fucking put out a book about sex or some shit (laughs) everybody's political now everybody can't fucking escape it can't escape those Uh, politics man we're being dragged into the mess too man the politics in america are in an uproar right now everybody wants to talk about it crazy man lord have mercy lord have mercy my poor soul please Uh, yeah we get back to having fun again yeah exactly I mean, a little politics in the music's okay, you know? A lot of times you can hide that shit in there. You know, like like this song's about a fucking bitch who gets turned out all the time, but really it's about the current state of hip-hop, right? <laughs> like, that's fine, you know? <laughs> Try to hide that shit. Hide it behind another theme, you know? But uh, Eminem comes right out, and he's just like, fuck your Republican views <laughs> in this song, and... uh He's straight up in your face with that fucking politics now. Yeah, you know, and I, and there's a love-hate, like I said, that I have there with it. I, I'm having a hard time digesting it. I appreciate it. And I don't know, man, every time I hear the song, I go through it again, and I appreciate something else about it, whether it's, I don't know, a little bit of wordplay. Oh, okay, that was pretty swift. Oh, I didn't catch that the first time. But I honestly think after I listened to the Master A song, I think I had a little bit more respect for the song itself. Right. Yeah, but I don't know, man. And that's that's all music and energy anyway. You know, if you have a vibe of something, like if you've never heard salsa music in your life, when you hear it for the very first time, it's going to sound like a bunch of interesting sounds that – you know, you don't have a complete <laughs> emotional connection to, and you're like, what the fuck is this? Ding, 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 ding. You know, and once you go to a salsa club and you see people dancing to it, you have a completely different emotional connection and attachment to the sound, you know, like when you actually see the energy flow, you know, just like going to a fucking mosh pit rock show or a hip hop show. Oh, and- no, man. I'd rather go to see some fucking hot ass bitches salsa dancing, man, with them fucking dresses <laughs> and shit. Ooh, God damn it. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Hey, salsa dance. Ay, caramba. But I don't know, man. I, I have a place for it in my heart, but it's, again, just not the greatest work. I agree. I agree. Lighten up, Marshall. Doesn't need to fucking be about politics, man. 
He needs to stop yeah. that shit, man. Stop it, Slim. Everybody just needs to basically stop. Everybody. My disgusting friends on Facebook need to stop sending me porn. And uh, Eminem needs to stop rapping about nothing but politics and uh, how shitty our country is, all right? <laughs> yeah, like you said, it's not fun anymore. Not fun anymore. <laughs> it's not all bad, man. It's not all fucking bad. There's still good things in this country to rap about. At least I think there are. Yeah, who am I fucking kidding, man? There's nothing but awful shit all the time here now. <laughs> nothing but awful Nothing but awful shit all the time here now. Unless you're like cooking dinner for yourself, there's not a lot of shit to look forward to now in this country. <laughs> and people are getting fucking gauged left and right every fucking day. And uh, we're abusing the fuck out of our women. <laughs> fucking, oh man, our beloved rappers are getting fucking thrown in prison. What the hell is going on, man? Did you hear about your boy, Meek Mill? Yeah, man. Hey, what's going on with him? Yeah, shit's fucked up. He's locked up for uh, some some bullshit. Yeah, man. Meek Mill's got one of Gene Techman's top five hip hop intros of all time, too. Yeah, yeah. In case you uh, forgot about that, man. Most most deaf. Yeah. How fucked up is this shit with him, man? How fucked up? This is a possible example of how fucked up our uh, judicial system is right now. Yeah, completely. I'll bring you up to speed on what's going on with this guy. Um, there's been a lot going on lately, so this story kind of fell between the cracks a little bit. But uh, dude Meek Mill, he got into some trouble a few years ago. Uh, he had a gun. He had some drugs on him in Philly. It was nine years ago, right? And he's been on probation ever since. Nine years now. And uh, recently he did a wheelie on a dirt bike in New York, and he got pulled over. And uh, last month, he was sentenced to two to four years in prison yeah. for this probation violation. Gosh. Disgusting. It's, uh, yeah. And it's because of this evil cunt of a judge. This bitch seemed to be a little obsessed with him. Uh, at least that's what uh, Meek's legal team is trying to prove. Uh, granted, this is a, a violation of his probation, right? Doing the fucking wheelie on the dirt bike. Yeah. Right, but it's not one that warrants a fucking four-year prison bid, right? That's insane. You know, it's a nonviolent crime. It's nothing. I feel like any other judge would laugh at this shit. All right, but not this judge. Mm. This lady's name is Janice Brinkley. I think it's uh, how you pronounce her first name. Janice. Yeah, yeah. Judge Brinkley. And uh, it sounds like she's had it out for him for fucking years now. Yeah, yeah. Right? Let me paint the picture of this broad. She uh, violated his probation a few years ago because she claimed he didn't complete his community service. Right? She sentenced him to uh, serve meals to homeless people. So Meek Mill shows up to the place, and uh, the coordinators there at this homeless shelter thought that it would be too much of a distraction to have this famous rapper uh, on the line serving food, right? There'd be going to be bitches in line and shit. <laughs> People are going to want to be taking pictures and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Take pictures. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so it'd be a fucking nightmare. So the, the coordinators there, they put him, uh, they put him in the back. Uh, they had him sorting some clothes uh, in the back instead. Well, this fucking judge, this bitch, decides to actually show up 
to the shelter and watch her fucking sentence in action. Right? She Damn. wanted to see him serving food to these homeless people. Damn. Yeah. So when she doesn't see him on the line, she got pissed and violated him. And uh, he had no clue that he was doing anything wrong. You know, Meek Mill just shows up and he does what the fuck they told him to do. Like any motherfucker doing community service would. Right? right. But this bitch took it personally and just doesn't understand how it works. And, uh, and violated his ass, man. Damn. 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 What Dirty. fucking judge does that shit? Like what judge Dirty. shows up to your community service? A judge. To see that you're actually fucking doing it. Not one. A, a judge that has it out for you. That's it. It's fucking insane. She's obsessed. She is obsessed. God. That's disgusting. Uh, there, there's reports of this bitch just fucking she, that she just hated on him. Uh, she wanted him to leave his management with uh, Rock Nation, which is Jay Z's label. Yeah. And she wanted him to sign with a local Philly guy named Charlie Mack. And uh, who's uh, someone that she may have had a personal relationship with, which he didn't do. And then uh, Meek's attorneys have also said that this judge requested that he do a cover of a Boys to Men song and dedicate it to her, which oh, she wow. also obviously didn't do. And uh, that pissed her off as well. Wow. So, uh, yeah, he's been jumping through hoops for this bitch for years. Wow. Every one of her sentences has been at her discretion. So uh, she finally threw the fucking book at him, gave him a prison stint, four years doing a fucking wheelie on a dirt bike. Oh, man. Yeah. Big Mill used to have sex with her. There's there's not a doubt in my mind. <laughs> he, he used to have sex with her. He used to, yeah, he was poking her. Yeah, yeah. There's there's no question about it. She She's still bitter, and he's under her jurisdiction now mm -hmm. and he used to have sex with her and she just isn't getting what she wants out of the quote-unquote relationship nine years man he was fucking 18 he was just a kid come just on just a kid bro. man jesus rough neighborhood in philly and shit he, yeah man you know he probably should... had to carry that gun who knows man anyways he's requested bail twice both of which uh she's denied saying he's a fucking flight risk and a danger to the community. And it seemed like this yeah. bitch is the fucking danger to the fucking community, man. Absolutely. These are people's lives, question. man. People's lives. Some of them uh, are actually trying to do good, you know? Seems like Meek is a little bit. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Meek's defense team, they filed a motion uh, a few days ago to recuse or uh, remove her from this case. Yeah, they want a new judge. Completely. And, uh, yeah, I don't blame them. Man, she's keeping motherfuckers in the system way too long, man, for what yeah, sounds for like, sure. yeah, it's dumbass personal reasons. She's completely insensitive and refuses to listen to these defendants. Uh, or she's just straight up becoming enamored with them, like she's with Meek Mill. Yeah. All whilst being tough and hard-headed, too. I'd hate to get this fucking judge, man. I caught a case in Philly. Fuck that shit. Judge Brinkley. God, just right? fucking shoot me, man. Just fucking shoot me in the fucking head. If that shit fucking happens, I get fucking brinkly. It's all over. Anyways, <laughs> Meek Mill, though, man, he's sitting in fucking Chester State Correctional Facility for four years because of this bitch. Against the recommendation of his 
PO, his probation officer, and the assistant district attorney. I forgot to mention that earlier. This is all her. This is all her. And so there's a lot of outrage over this, too. Uh, yeah. T.I., his uh, label mate Jay-Z, uh, Rick Ross, and many others are rallying together for their embattled boy, Meek Mill. And uh, this is becoming a whole criminal justice debate about how these judges are getting too close to their cases and, and taking them too personally and throwing out these fucking heavy-handed sentences and shit. Yeah. I don't see what they can do, though. I don't see what's going to happen, man. Unless these judges get caught sexually assaulting someone, right? I don't see yeah. any of them getting removed or uh, anything changing anytime soon. Man, yeah. money and power. Yeah, sexual assault seems to be the only thing that uh, people lose their jobs over these days. So uh, these judges will uh, continue doing this, keeping shit personal, holding a grudge for as long as they sit on the fucking bench until they fucking yeah. die. Motherfuckers. Yeah. They'll keep getting voted in, too. They keep finding ways in. So, there's no way to fight that fucking system, man. There's no way to fight it. They'll get you. They'll get you, man. I'm fucking terrified they're going to come after me. Put Dude. me back on fucking paper. I haven't been in Dude. trouble for over a decade. Dude. I have nightmares about that shit. I wake up screaming yeah. and I'm getting arrested. Yeah. <laughs> Nerve wracking. The Matrix. I know what he's going through, man. I've had some cases in front of some judges that don't give a fuck. You're throwing the book at people, man. Great. All for smoking weed, too, man. Those judges could fucking see me now. I'm fucking legally smoking a blunt in my fucking finished carpeted garage in Seattle, Washington. I can't do nothing. Now what? Man, I can't do nothing. Fucking judge, man. <laughs> fucking judge. Fuck the police, too, man. Dude. That's my word, man. My word. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah Fuck man. them all. Fuck them. Sweet. So we're there with you, Meek. Man, keep your head up, homie. I need a free Meek Mill t-shirt yeah. as soon as possible. Hashtag free Meek Mill, man. I need a I need a Meek Mill t-shirt. Free Meek Mill as yeah, soon homies. as possible. You be out before you know it, homie. That next album's gonna be fucking fiery too, you know? <laughs> gonna be fiery. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Fake Ass Radio Show. Yeah, yeah, you reach Dean uh, Pager. Yeah, I got a new pager. This is my new pager number. So, uh, yeah, hit me up. Uh, I, you obviously have it, so I gave you one. But, uh, yeah, you know it's in my last pager. got disconnected. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I'm probably hanging with my friends right now. So, be the name and number. And I'll get back to you as soon as possible. You already know. <laughs> West Side. Hi, I'm Scav D. And I'm Gene Techman. And we're the hosts of the Fake Ass Radio Show. And we'd like to talk with you about something very important. 
iTunes reviews. One in four podcasts faces never getting an iTunes review. And some don't even know when the next review is coming. We ask that you join us here at the Fake Ass Radio Show in our fight and take the pledge to help a podcast get an iTunes review. And with only 15 seconds of your precious fucking time of day, you could log on to iTunes and give a podcast what they so desperately need. A five-star review. So please, give all you can and help out a podcast in need by giving them a five-star review on iTunes today. Because without you, what's the fucking point? This has been a public service announcement from your friends at the Fake Ass Radio Show. Yo, what's up? It's Scab Juggalo D. Sorry I'm not here to answer the phone. I'm probably out hacking somebody up. But leave me your name and your number and a brief message, and I'll call you back at my earliest convenience. Wicked clowns for life, bitches. This is Magnum Opus. Y'all listening to the fake ass radio show? And we're back. Fake ass radio show, Scav and Gene. Yeah. Yeah, I think you know what time it is, Gene. Man, we already know what time it is. Yeah. Get into that music. Let's do it. When I got the music, why I got a place to go? When I got the music, why I got a place to go? Why I got a place, why I got a place, why I got a place to go? When I got the music, why I got a place to go? You've always got a place to go on the fake ass radio show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What you got for me tonight? Tonight, man, I uh, I have a song off of the new Static Selector album that uh, just released uh, December eighth. Uh, this track, man, has a uh, Wu Tang legend Rake Wan. Okay. And, uh, uh, Detroit home based rapper, my personal favorite, Royce the Five Nine himself. Okay. Interest peaked. Uh, Yeah, and I just think this is a dynamic (laughs) duo together, man. I think they both are uh, OG MCs blessing the mic over a Static Selector track, and I think they fucking kill it, man. So, uh, yeah, this is is Voice to 5'9", then Raekwon on the Static Selector album on the fake-ass radio show with Scab D and Gene Checkman. Get it. Nobody know. Nobody get hurt. Juices, nigga. Don Carlo at, man. 
that song called nobody move nobody move static selector you know what that means nobody move nobody get hurt man awesome awesome song great yeah, shit man. good job yeah bars yeah got raekwon on that motherfucker wu-tang can't go wrong with that wu-tang shit you know what five time kind of funny you played uh raekwon because you know what tell you what i'll play a song 
with Ghostface Killer in it. What? Yeah, we'll stick with this Wu-Tang theme for a second here. Uh, this is a little something he did with a group called Bad Bad Not Good. Ooh, well, I'm actually going album. to see them tomorrow at the Showbox, which is my favorite venue in Seattle. That's what's up. It's going to be fantastic. The name of the album they did is called Sour Soul. And uh, these guys, Bad Bad Not Good, BBNG, they do shit with a lot of rappers, man. Yeah. They produce yeah. a lot of shit for a lot of rappers with, uh, you know, a lot of live drums and bass and instrumentation yep. and shit. So they're very good at that. Yeah, and they've they worked with a lot of people. Kendrick Lamar, uh, Earl Sweatshirt, just to name a few. And uh, if your uh, song that you played uh, featured a Wu-Tang member and a uh, local Detroit legend, the song also features a Wu-Tang member and a Detroit legend, uh, none other than Elzai. <laughs> it's kind of funny how things work out sometimes, Gene. I love when a plan comes together. So again, from their album, Sour Soul, Ghostface Killer with Bad Bad Not Good featuring Elzai. Name of the song is Gun Showers. Big ass radio show, Scab D, Gene Techman. Simple minds get blown, we shattered into pieces. My thesis is thick like the book of Eli. We live, we die, we put them in the sky. Free your mind as a slave like the 4th of July. This is sandstorm created from original thought. I bust boundaries, son, you just do what you taught. My vocab is powerful, spit shit subliminal. Slain therapist, my whole style is criminal. Bug like bark digital, fly visual. Stand the fuck up like Flay to fight the power I'm an activist, a socialist, deadly ass poetry, supreme clientele I'm a goddamn vocalist, my thoughts are so heavy I can change a generation The X Factor, we playing old school inflation Likely your ass fart. My lines of cocaine, the flow is bath salts. I'm a for sure, dawn. No one in your circle can box me. This like an oxymoron. I blend when building your empire. Gotta shake the snake in the grass and spark shots to swim by you. Cause every meathead that speaks street cred ain't begging heat leg. And probably cut like sweet bread. Where these she's breads? A nigga holler. I coin phrases to trigger dollars. This butterfly like them shirts made with bigger collars. Women think the scholar, the broad stiller, who lay him face down and ass up like a car dealer. The time ceases, I'll keep a bed with dime pieces. As I pop another phenomenon, rhyme thesis. Cause on the contrary, I get it popping like Don Perry. I'm beyond Tom Harry and Dick, you can declare me as sick. Highly contagious. Bad soul flows, leave your bodies all in stages. Locked behind cages, gone of all ages. It's ghost face, nigga, never plead in the cases. But I plead the fifth, fourth, fifth by the belt buckle. Crash stone face, niggas with the steel of a knuckle. Go ahead and chuckle. I have uncle murder your goons, hoes and balloons. OD and on flights from Columbia. Pull your tongue through your neck when the cartel's done with you. Supreme talk pause, verbal holocaust, I'm a thriller. Have them jumping out, they sleep. Wigs hand me a miller. Sick dogs sitting in they Shoes. My iron monkey spit banana clips with thick tracks like Terry Crews. Silverbacks with high tracks, fucking my lax. Got a duffel bag full of gun suns dipped in black. My culture rising the taxes like a vulture. Ghost face the next Escobar Sosa. Ooh. My God. Bars. Fake ass radio show, Scav D. Fucking killer. Man, whoo. 
Yeah, gun showers. BBNG. Jose Skilla. Elzai. That's fucking hilarious that uh, both of our songs ended up having Wu-Tang and, uh, and Detroit rappers. Yeah. <laughs> That's that fucking... It's that gay telepathy right there, man. <laughs> oh, shit. Need, baby. I know what you need. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, there you go. Starting out strong with the music. Yeah, that's funny. So. Wu-Tang, Staten Island, Detroit. What? Mm-hmm. What up, though? <laughs> so uh, are we going to try to see this new Star Wars movie? This yeah, fucking man. Uh, this Last Jedi? About? Yeah, I think it comes Friday out Friday. 15th, right? Yeah. yeah. Friday. Yeah, I will I will say this. I'm gonna possibly see it the following Sunday. So this Sunday. And if I don't see it this Sunday, then ah, I'm gonna have to try to figure out a time when to see it. If not, then I'm cued to see it. I might have to see it twice on uh Christmas Eve. We'll see. Right. But uh, I'll try to I'm gonna try to see it this Sunday. We should try to do it within the next week. I think we should. Yeah, I think so too, man. I'm excited to see the movie. Looks amazing. I haven't seen a trailer for it. I didn't uh, watch a trailer for the last Star Wars either. Oh, I can't even talk about it right no, now. No, don't, don't say shit. <laughs> I haven't seen anything. And uh, yeah, I haven't seen shit. But uh, yeah, we talked about episode seven, the last Star Wars movie on the show. So I think it's only fair that we discuss episode eight as well. So uh, yeah, we'll try to do that next week. You got any uh, ideas about what's going to happen? You know, I do have some ideas because I've watched a couple of trailers and I <laughs> have some ideas. <laughs> there's a lot of spoilers and shit. It's not a complete spoiler, <laughs> but there's teasers. They tease you bad. See, so and this is why this really can't work, because uh, you've seen things that I haven't. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. I don't, I don't want to say anything because it's, it's like a spoiler alert. All right. Like, I, I'd be completely fake right now if I said, like, what I think because I already think something, so yeah. I'm not. <laughs> all right, well, let me tell you what I think, all right? And then I yeah, guess yeah. we'll see, all right? Because I feel like yeah, I don't want anything given away. I really don't. Yeah, totally. So it's what I think is going to happen. Leia's fucking dying in this next one, all right? Uh, For okay. sure. Leia's fucking dying. She's going down. Uh, they killed off Han in the last one. So, uh, Yeah. They're killing Leia. She's getting fucking written out, which yeah. is fine because she's fucking dead already. So they're going to kill her, and that's what is going to bring Luke back, right? They ended the last one where they show Ray climbing up the fucking mountain, and uh, she's going to try to get Luke to come back and shit. That's not going to yeah. do it. That's not going to do it alone, right? And Han, she's going to be like, Han got killed. That's not going to do it either, all right? Leia's going to get murdered by somebody and he's going to feel that shit and that's what's going to make him come down off that fucking mountain. His twin sister's getting fucking murdered. Which leads me to another theory and uh, other people think this too that Ray and uh, Kylo Ren are twins separated at birth just like Luke and Leia. Right? Ray's going to end up being uh, Kylo Ren's sister and the daughter of Han and Leia. And they'll still do something around that. And I think they're going to do something involving Darth Vader's helmet. I think uh, something about that is going to come up at some point. They showed it in the last movie for uh, just a second. Mm -hmm. But I'm sure they'll elaborate more on that. Mm -hmm. uh, 
Yeah, I think Kylo Ren's helmet is made out of parts of Darth Vader's old burnt-up helmet from Return of the mm. Jedi. Mm. I'm not entirely certain about that, but uh, I don't see why they wouldn't go there into uh, the Vader helmet. Interesting. Yeah, and they get five minutes out of that fucking Vader helmet. All right. It's like what we're, <laughs> we're trying to do right now. Um, <laughs> how about that uh, Supreme Leader Snoke's? That big motherfucker that's sitting there, big bad guy in the movie. I think he's going to end up being a guy named Darth Plagueis. He's a Sith Lord whose uh, legend they mentioned in episode three, which is uh, one of the prequels. We might find out Snoke's is Lord Plagueis. And uh, this Lord Plagueis guy supposedly was so wise and powerful that he could use the Force and uh, create life or uh, maybe even bring people back to life. Mm. So uh, I'm sure we'll get a lot more info about this fucking Snokes guy, this new yeah. one. Uh, other than that, I don't, uh, I don't have uh, really anything else, I don't think. I expect it to be a good fucking movie. Yeah. Yeah. I plan yeah. on seeing that shit in IMAX, too. The show. I plan on seeing it in D-Box. Yeah, D-Box. I don't know where they have one of those here. Yeah, look for it, man. Once yeah. you go D-Box, I swear you'll never go back on an action movie. Right now, I'm set on this IMAX. Man. I went to see Dunkirk a couple days ago at the IMAX theater here at the uh, Science Center. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was the best IMAX theater I've ever been to, man. It was amazing. Uh, Picture and sound, better than anywhere I've ever been. They're opening a uh, Imagine Theater in Novi, Michigan, uh, for the opening day of Star Wars, and it is going to be the biggest screen in the state of Michigan. Yeah, there you go. Probably be yeah. like the one I just watched that Dunkirk on. Yeah. Apparently, they had to do surgery on the building in order to make this uh, screen happen. They had to cut the roof off of the building and like extend the the roof. And they used like two theaters and blew out the wall in between it to tie it all together. Damn. There you go. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's it's big. But I'm going D-Box, man. D-Box is my shit. I don't even care about 3D anymore. I just like D-Box. Did you see Dunkirk? No. Oh, man. That shit was fucking sweet on the IMAX, too. Uh. God damn it. Christopher Nolan, man. Christopher Nolan is a bad motherfucker. Yeah. This might be what? his best movie, Dunkirk. Ah, uh, man, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, I might be saying a lot that it's his best movie. Yeah. Maybe a little bit too much. Maybe, like, the Prestige. Prestige might be his best movie. Prestige first, Dunkirk second, uh, Dark Knight third, Batman Begins fourth, and uh, Memento fifth. Okay. So I'm saying. That's a, that's a nice list of movies. My top too. five Christopher Nolan movies right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, anyways, hopefully... Uh, Everyone goes to see the new Star Wars this weekend and uh, enjoys themselves. And uh, we can all feel like kids again. And uh, we'll talk about it next week. And we'll spoil the fuck out of it for uh, everyone that hasn't seen it yet. <laughs> all right? Yeah. So, yeah. No spoilers, no trailers, my friend. Do you have anything you want to say uh, based on what I just said that won't spoil it or uh, involve trailers? You know, no, the uh, the movie looks great from what I have witnessed. 
in the trailers. I have watched a couple of trailers. I haven't watched all of them, uh, but I did watch a couple sneak peek trailers. And, uh, you know, all I have to say is Disney picked up the Star Wars legacy, and I think they're doing it just as more than anybody could have ever expected. Word. Yeah. It's going to be good. Yeah. It's going to be good. Ah, all right. Well, fucking A, let's close out. Finish out with the latter half of the music block. Yeah. What else you got for me? I got another song this week from N.E.R.D. I've uh, kind of played along with their uh, album Rollout, one of my favorite bands of all time. I'm uh, super excited to hear their album. It is on the horizon. But this track was recorded with no other than Mr. Kendrick Lamar himself. So to hear Pharrell Williams, N.E.R.D., Kendrick Lamar on a track together, this is super exciting. The name of this song is Don't, Don't Do It. And you'll only hear it on the Fake Ass Radio Show with Gene Techman and Scab D. Now, I need you to do it.
up with their shit to face off, face off Adolf, Hitler, break his laid off, niggas, same rules, same truck, different, decades, same law, keep focused, you wanna get caught with your eyes open, you wanna stay clear on the prognosis, proper folk them, watch the motion, watch them close enough to let the host up, make erosion, roller coaster ride, bitch, sooner later size, go switch, you know Johnny got the itch, how can he Soulful. Do it. Smooth. Now I need you to do it. <laughs> Shit is smooth, man. Big ass radio show, Scab D, Gene Tuckman, nerd. Yo, 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 yo. Mm-hmm. I like it. Kendrick. ARD. Music gods. Mm-hmm. Did you know uh did you know uh Pharrell and uh Chad used to um they used to be the uh, orchestrators of their high school from freshman to uh, senior. They like wrote all the music for their high school band. No, I didn't know that. Damn. Yeah. They really yeah. were nerds. Yeah, yeah, they really were. <laughs> Jesus, band yeah. nerds. Yeah, they band wrote all geeks. the music. Yeah. Oh, good for them. Yeah, totally. Worked out for them. Totally. Get them now, Jesus Christ. Go to like parties with Vince and Chase and shit. And, then he, and Pharrell has such a cool hat. <laughs> I want his hat. Yeah, I want his hat. A nice fucking hat. That's so that's still 2016, but I think it's still cool. <laughs> All right, last song of the night going to be played by me. And I'm playing another Detroit guy. Oh. I'm going to play some Big Sean, little Big. fucking Diddy off his new record that he did with uh, that guy you mentioned last week. Metro Boomin. Metro Boomin, yeah. And if Metro Boomin don't trust you, I'm going to suit you. Yeah. I'm like five <laughs> songs into this fucking album, and I was like cooking something, and uh, so I wasn't really paying too much attention to it, but uh, I like the beats and what I've been hearing so far. Yeah. Um, I'm going to play the intro track of the album. Great it's called track. Go Legend. It's got Travis Scott on this motherfucker as well. Got a nice little sample, a little Diana Ross fucking sample. That plays throughout that I also like as well. So far, so good from what I've heard. I'm not through the whole thing yet. Yeah, I've uh, I've heard a couple different things and a couple different angles uh, about this particular album, man. And I'm uh, I, I like Big Sean. I appreciate Big Sean as a hip hop MC, Detroit love again. And uh, you know, the first couple times I listened to the album, I was super, super excited. And then, uh, you know, after hearing the critique, I hate to say it, but there's a little bit of influence that comes along with it. And I start to look at it a little differently. There were a couple lines that, you know, they were being thrown out there, like, I'll sock you out your socks, you know, that uh, just wrote respectfully getting the uh, the 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 full lyricism respect of the MC that uh, Big Sean, I think he deserves. But uh, I, I was watching uh, Everyday Struggle with G DJ Academics and Joe Button. And uh, he even said himself, you know, it's the reason why he doesn't get mentioned with Drake, Kendrick, and J. Cole. And uh, I, I think uh, I think Big Sean is a dope MC. And there's times where he he shines, and then there's times where you could just tell he's just not putting his best effort into it. But 
you know, I, I have to say at the end of the day, you know what I mean? I like this album. So I'm walking away with all the critique that's going on. I agree with you, Scab. This is a, this is a dope album. You think this might be a bit of a quick cash grab? Yeah, you know. Just hook up with the hottest producer real quick and put out some bullshit? It sounds like it. And, um, you know, and Joe Budden, you know, he comes off as the angry old old GMC, you know, and he, (laughs) you know, and I I have to say he he sounds silly at some points, but sometimes he makes some solid points. And he mentioned that, you know, he doesn't think just like Eminem that he is being managed well. They're not managing him as an artist and making sure that he's putting out great music, you know? Hmm. Interesting. Well, the first fucking song is definitely good, I think. I agree with you. So I'm gonna back up. I'm gonna back up the track that's being played tonight, man. I think it, I think it is dope. So that's where I stand. Yeah, and it's the first song of the album. Yeah, which is called "Double or Nothing." It's called "Go Legend." Big Sean with Travis Scott, Boom and Metro, Fake Ass Radio Show, Scab D, Gene Techman. Do you know where you're going to? Do you like the things that life is showing you? Where are you going to? Straight. Do you know? Me and my best friend, 7-Eleven. Yeah. 
down, I swear they made me feel inferior. Judging me by my outside, that's just my exterior. Not seeing what I was made of, that's my interior. Didn't let that shit break me, instead I broke the barriers. So fuck all y'all, praise Allah, it's my pro rock like Bobby Brown. Massages by Nadia, in my castle like Mario. I get this shit, my heart and soul. You boys got no cardio. All of my soldiers rock army clothes. Head of my time like Marty though. Watching the Rick and Morty show while I smoke. All these bands still fuck on the floor. you out your socks <laughs> i'll fuck you out your socks well not the hottest line but hey it's hard writing this shit sometimes hey man hey you know that look look at little pump how did little pump get on the scene you know what i mean yeah. like i think we're being a little hard on big sean here yeah. it's hard being sharp all the time yeah right i support God, the damn. kid always man he's he, he has bars, man. That's a hot song. It's a hot album. Mm-hmm. I'll say it again. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I'd say that's about a fucking podcast. 101 in the books. And uh, we talked about a lot tonight. Yeah. I feel like we covered some ground. Yeah. And uh, yeah. hopefully we'll have more ground to cover next week. Yeah, absolutely. Right? For sure. We always do. So come back then. But until then, where can the people find you, Gene? You know, you can find me at Gene Techman. That's G-E-A-N-T-E-C-H-M-A-N. And you'll find me on the platforms of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Perspective changer, hip-hop expert. Come talk to me. Yeah. And I'm Scav B. I'm all over the interwebs. But, uh... What I really want you to do is check me out on the fucking band camp, all right? And uh, on the band camp, you can hear me doing some hip-hop mixes. I got some dubstep shit on there. And I got some drum and bass mixes on there. Uh, all of them I'm very proud of. So please check those out, download them. And uh, familiarize with the type of music that I fucking spin. Because it's awesome. All right? That's what's up. Fake-ass radio show. We also got some social medias. All right, we've got the Instagram, which again, I said I'm going to use. I haven't, but I will start using it. All right, so uh, follow us on the Instagram. Give us the big blue thumbs up on the fucking Facebook. Let us know that you like us. Yeah. And uh, follow the shit out of us on Twitter. We are at Fake Ass Radio. And uh, like I mentioned earlier in the show, if you've got a favorite bit, favorite moment of the show that you like, that you want to hear again, that uh, we can include, 
in a possible greatest hits episode, let us know. All right. I'd appreciate it. And uh, it'll save me some trouble too. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so with that, I'm Scab. And I'm Gene Techman. And this is the Fake Ass Radio Show. Have a good night. Have a good morning. (laughs) Or whenever the hell you're listening. However you're listening. Yeah. I don't give a fuck how you're listening. Google, iTunes, Stitcher. Just keep listening. We are glad that you are listening. Yeah. Thank you very, very much. Bye, weirdos. Good day. Peace.